everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's January 25th. It's 2021, and we have 10 NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. We are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you haven't checked them out, if you use the partners slash MKF with rotorgrinders.com or use the promo code grinders, you can get up to 100% deposit bonus on up to $50. Um over there so if you haven't checked them out fastest growing single player dfs site out there rotogrinders.com slash partners slash mkf the link will be in the podcast podcast description you could tell it is monday or sunday night um i'm joined today by my good buddy will chief justice 06 how are you doing my friend i'm doing great man ready to get this late kicked off and, and let's help the people win some money because uh, it, it's pretty much NBA or bust until we get to uh, MLB with some daily uh, fantasy sports as football is now winding down. Listen, NASCAR's right around the corner, buddy. Um, oh, yeah. Right we just talked about this. See, that, that's, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll actually have an announcement um, next Monday, so February 1st, so make sure you guys are paying attention for that, but uh, as far as NASCAR goes. But, yeah, we got a lot of basketball to talk about here today. The single entry series is kicking off um, over there on FanDuel, I'm pretty sure. I thought I saw a FanDuel Roto-Grinders logo. Maybe not. I might be wrong. Don't hold me to this. Now I'm I, I'm, I'm re – I think I'm wrong. Um, so, anyway, let's go to DraftKings um, and let's talk about some <laughs> NBA. Philly, I, I swear, and it could have just been um, – Something like I just restarted my computer and stuff, so it could have easily been something like that. So um, Philly at Detroit is where we get started. No total in this game. Uh, Embiid is why he's questionable. Gotts out, and on the Detroit side, Hayes and Rose are out. Um, anything standing out to you for Philly? Uh, nothing crazy yet. Um, you know, I, I don't see anything that's that's big-time news. I guess if Embiid is out, then, of course, you know, You've got Dwight Howard at 4,200. That would be, you know, the de facto value play of the day. Uh, outside of that, I don't see anything too crazy here for Philly. I mean, Tobias Harris is 7,200. Feels like, you know, the cash play extraordinaire. Uh, but other than that, I, I don't see anything that I feel like I have to play from Philly. Yeah, these two, two teams just played in a pretty competitive game. 114 is 110, um, you know. Pretty solid game. If Embiid is out, it obviously changes everything that we're going to look at here. If Embiid plays and he's 100%, like it's not a bad spot for him. But at 9,700, he's kind of expensive. If Embiid plays, I'm out on Simmons. If Embiid sits, I think Simmons and Tobias, big bump. Um, you know, even like Shake Milton is kind of out of out of consideration now that like Seth is back. Seth is playing really solid minutes. Um, he's 5,100. He's, he's kind of right at that price um, that I think we, we eventually are just going to have to try to take advantage of it. This is a guy that was, you know, putting up 30 fantasy points consistently before he got COVID. So I think Seth Curry is interesting for tournaments. Uh, what do you like here for Detroit? I mean, man, I, I keep playing Jeremy Grant. Um, obviously, you know, it, it didn't work out over the weekend. But I think, you know, from Detroit, DeLon Wrights look really good. Now, you know, if, if Embiid sits, I think I like him even a lot more. But he's a guy I've been playing, you know, uh, a whole lot. Uh, Derrick Rose isn't going to play Monday again. So I think DeLon Wright is, is squarely in play here uh, at 5,500, um, you know, 
I'm not saying he gets to 40, but I think he can get in the 30s. Uh, I'd accept that at his price point. He's going to play a ton of minutes in this game. Um, you know, that obviously that's for sure. So, um, yeah, I, I think, like, you know, he is obviously in play. Grant, we've talked about him a lot. Um, he's a guy that's been absolutely crushing all year. Um, Blake Griffin's going to have good games from time to time, but he's not a guy that, like, I'm playing on a – on a nightly basis right now. Josh Jackson is, is someone interesting at 4,300 just because with Rose out, he's going to get some more like second team usage. Um, it's going to be like him and Debaya. Um, Debaya, like he had a really big um, first half the other night and kind of hurt Josh Jackson's like overall production in that game against Philly. So just kind of, you know, if, if we can see a little bit more production out of Josh Jackson, um, you know, he scored 13 of his 20 fantasy points in the in the second half. So um, let's move on. We got Toronto at Indiana. Uh, this is the same game that just happened on Sunday. Um, it is a back-to-back for both of these teams. Obviously, we don't have um, injury reports for these two teams, so we're going to be – Kind of waiting on that. Um, you know, Siakam, he it was out on Sunday. So, like, I know Kyle Lowry has been um, out as well. Like, he was out on Sunday as well. So, we're waiting. Like, a lot of news that could potentially come out of um, this game. You know, Siakam was out. Lowry was out. OG had a big game. Norman Powell had a big game. Um, so, what are we looking at here on Toronto? Yeah, I think it's, you know, kind of the same the same guys. I uh, definitely think, you know, they'll have some value. Uh, you know, I, I know that OG is 6,900. Now, I don't think I'd play OG. I still think I'd play Powell. Uh, they started Stanley Johnson for whatever reason in that game, which was, which was interesting. Uh, didn't get a whole ton of minutes. Uh, Chris Boucher didn't really come through for us on, on that particular slate, but at 6,800. If Siakam is going to sit, I, I think Boucher at 68 has got massive upside. I, and obviously, you know, OG has massive upside, as we saw today. Uh, I think he dropped a 50 spot, if I'm not mistaken. But I still don't want to play OG at 6,900. He's got more ways he can burn me, I think, than help me at that price. Um, and then Van Vliet is right at the price where maybe you play him, maybe you don't. Like, I think he's kind of a last piece in. I don't feel like I'd start him in terms of, you know, a stack like that on a 10-game slate at 7,900. Yeah, I don't hate um, Fred Van Vliet in this spot, but, like, really, if Lowry's out and Siakam's out again, I, I think I just – I play Norman Powell at 5,200 and just kind of take the value. Um, I'll, I'll take I'll gladly take 30 fantasy points at 5,200 from Norman Powell. But that's really it. Like, I think you could play Boucher. Um, OG, I'm kind of with you. I feel like – you know, he's going to have – he shot nine for 16, um, had eight rebounds. He had five steals in the game against the Pacers on su- on Sunday. So, um, definitely ran really well in that game as far as, like, um, secondary stats go. So, I, I really like Boucher. Um, and then, like I said, if Norman Powell, if we get news that these guys are going to sit again. And then on the Pacers side, what are we looking at here for Indiana? Well, I mean, he's been priced up now, but Dougie McBuckets has been playing big minutes, period. Uh, you know, Turner's back, and he's still been crushing. Uh, speaking of Turner, he had another nice game. I think Turner's a guy that kind of may get forgotten here, uh, but at 7,400, if he's going to keep playing this way, 
Uh, I, I don't mind him. He's played really well with no Oladipo. So, and the fact that Lavert isn't going to play right now, I think it just kind of helps Turner get a little bit more involved. So he's a guy like, don't feel like I have to have Sabonis at 9,800. Don't feel like I have to have uh, Brogdon at 85. Uh, last but not least, Jeremy Lamb at 4,400. I think, you know, in terms of a tournament flyer, uh, you can kind of throw him in on the other side if you decide that, you know, you want to play some power, you want to play some Boucher. I do think he's still, you know, a little underpriced for the upside he can give you coming off the bench. You don't think you don't think Jeremy Lamb sits here, like he's coming back from an ACL tear. And it's a back to back, like it'd be his third game back, right? I don't know. I think Jeremy yeah, might sit here. yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I mean, if he sits, then I mean you're gonna have Justin Holiday, you'll have Sumner, you'll have Aaron Holiday. I, I don't think I want to play any of that. Honestly, I think I'd just spin up and play Dougie McBuckets if I wanted to play. Somebody out of that cluster, to be honest with you. I mean, Holiday's got some upside, but McDermott, I think, I think he's got a little more because of his shooting ability. Yeah, I, I, man, like I don't know, Turner. Turner just wasn't rebounding at all against Toronto on Sunday, and Justin Holiday had a big game because he was able to get a lot of rebounds. Um, I, man, I think Sabonis crushes in this spot, but I don't, I don't want to pay ninety eight hundred for him when we're going to get into some of these other plays. So. Um, I think Sabonis has a good game. I think he goes over 50. It's just, I don't, I don't know. Um, Charlotte at Orlando. Um, this is another game back-to-back. <laughs> These teams just played this game on Sunday. Um, again, we don't have, like, injury reports. Uh, I know Aaron Gordon was out on Sunday, so we'll, we'll see if he, um, you know, plays or not. Um Fournier is just coming back from injury, so we'll see if he plays on a back-to-back. I didn't see any injury news come out of the Charlotte-Orlando game. Um, what are we looking at here on, hey, it's your Hornets and my Magic, and um, you're 1-0 because you won the first one. Yeah, man. I Look, I know I keep talking about Gordon Hayward's contract, but the fact of the matter is the guy's balling out. I, I still don't like the contract. Don't get me wrong, but he's playing good basketball. I think if I was going to play any one player from this team, it would be him. Uh, Lonzo's minutes have come back down. They're starting to play Graham 30, you know, almost 40 minutes a game now. So I, 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 it's this coaching staff, man, it's so frustrating. They're back to being the same old Hornets. Cody Zeller comes back and everything's screwed up. Uh, so I, I don't really want to play any Hornets outside of, I think, you know, Gordon Hayward at, at 7,300, man. I know Miles Bridges had, you know, a kind of good game, but, yeah, I think that's fool's gold. It's just Gordon Hayward, man. That's it. Yeah. Um, I think Gordon Hayward, Devontae Graham, we talked about him, was it Friday against Toronto or whatever? The, like his price was like 6K and 6,200. Um, it was the game against Chicago. Um, yeah, I was about to say it's probably Chicago. I think it was Friday. We talked about him and like he's kind of – right on that like edge of like do i want to pay that price for him or not um i think like realistically you're looking at gordon hayward here and and just kind of playing him like you know lonzo's like living in that like 30 minute range but i just don't know like what ceiling oh lamello lamello i think i said lonzo too but you threw me off (laughs) (laughs) when i heard you say it i realized you said the wrong thing buddy (laughs) um i'll just blame you it's fine um (laughs) on the orlando side like i don't know man if 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 gordon's out again 
you know, I think you could take shots on on Clark. He's 3K. He's going to play 25, 30 minutes uh, if Aaron Gordon sits. Like, I, I think Gary Clark is okay. He's not going to break the bank, though. Yeah, I mean, Orlando's another weird situation, man. An- another, you know, if, if Gordon sits, I definitely think it, it, w- it would help. I guess we've got to figure out if Cody Zeller is going to sit as well because this is a back-to-back and he's just coming back. Now, maybe he plays. He didn't play big minutes anyway. Um, I Obviously, Vooch at 8,700 is in play. Like, 8,700 Vooch against Charlotte. I think you just play him. You know, Birch is 3,700 in terms of what, what I consider a tournament flyer. I'm with you on Clark at 3K. I think a lot of this hinges on Gordon. Um, I've got to do some research and see if this is really going to be a thing this season with point guards against Chicago. Cole Anthony had a really big game as well. Um, So maybe he's in play. But but for me, it's kind of just Vooch and these value guys. But the more I think about it, I do think Birch is a great value play in terms of tournaments if Gordon sits at 3,700, probably guaranteed about 20 minutes. You know, he could get to 30 in 20 minutes if everything broke his way. Yeah, and I will say um, Bacon got in foul trouble on Sunday, so that could be another reason that Clark or Ennis played as much as they did as well. Um, so I think you gotta, you're, you're obviously going to be careful. But, like, if Aaron Gordon sits again, Clark is just – he's so cheap that, like, if he has any any what of a remote decent game, he, he's not going to kill you if he puts up, like, you know, 18 fantasy points or anything because – it is a 10-game slate. It is, you know, looking to be like a Star Scrubs type of slate. So, um, you know, we, we have a lot of value going to probably open up with all these teams on back-to-back. So, well, yeah. I'm just going to assume that, Will, by the time that, like, 5 o'clock rolls around, like, we're going to be looking at Stars and Scrubs types of builds. So, we'll see. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and all these games are at 7. So, we'll have the news. I feel really good about having the news. Miami at Brooklyn, 235 total, My or Brooklyn favored by 7.5. Um, Bradley Butler, Harkless, um, Hero, Leonard, Silva, uh, all out for Miami. Um, Brooklyn's good to go. And uh, Gordon Drogic is probable. So let's start here with the Miami side of things. Um, Kendrick Nunn has been on an absolute tear um, with Tyler Hero out. His price has finally caught up to the production um what are we doing? <laughs> well here's the deal i think if you think this game stays close you play kendrick knight that's the way i feel about it i mean even if he gets 35 like you're good i'm saying at this price if he gets 40 like you're you're squarely in play to take down a gpp so i think kendrick Nunn at 6100 is in play i still don't mind drogic like i think drogic is averaging somewhere around 1.10 or 1.2 fantasy points per minute or something like that. I think that's about where he is. So I don't mind him. Now, listen, I'm not playing Duncan Robinson at 6,200. He's got, you know, he's got some ceiling, but I'm just, I'm not paying that for a guy that's, you know, has to, you know, hit seven or eight three-pointers uh, to get there. Last but not least, I mean, you got Bam again at 8,500. I think if, you know, if we decided to go with some somewhat of a mid-range build, you know, Bam at 85, I mean, we saw – the ceiling he has in, in plush matchups. And listen, man, this is a plush matchup here. 8,500. Uh, I like Bam. He just put up 60 fantasy points against the same Brooklyn team. 
and, and, and Stevie, we've been tracking this. We've been trying to decide, I think. Is Brooklyn still a thing? Jeez, man, just go check the stats. Like It, it, it seems like they're still getting destroyed by big men. Nothing's really changed. I, I like it. I mean, you can't expect like DeAndre Jordan and like you know they're not playing him a ton of minutes. You can't expect like Jeff Green to play center against Bam. Sorry. Yeah. Like Bam had twenty shots for a reason in that game. So <laughs> I, I definitely, I definitely think you can go back to the well on Bam. I think Kelly Olynyk's too expensive. I think like Kendrick Nunn is right on that range. Like if he shoots well and has a good game and puts up forty. You know, at, at sixty one hundred, which he which he's done two of the last three games, so I think he's right on that price range. If you want to take shots on him, I don't hate it. Um, on Brooklyn, like this is going to be an every every day thing when these three guys are playing together. Like I'm not gonna pay premium prices for these guys. Like if you're playing anybody, you're taking a shot on Kyrie. But like honestly, I, I don't know. I I don't like the fact that we have like a big three in Brooklyn now. Yeah, uh, fantasy value gone. Great for television. Great for the NBA. Uh, great for the Eastern Conference to have a big three. But, man, for fantasy, it, it's going to haunt us most of the season. Um, I think we're going to have to see a situation kind of like LeBron and AD where these guys all get priced like in the low to mid nines, and then we can start taking some shots. Uh, that That's kind of how I feel about it. I think, you know, and I'm with you, Steve. I think the only way – we get to play these guys and feel good about it is if one of the two sits or one of the three sits. One of the three sits, we play. We can play the other two fine, but when all three are playing, especially until they figure out how, to, how they're going to work this thing together, I'm with you, man. We may just have to pass on really the whole Brooklyn team. Oh, I'm passing on the whole Brooklyn team. I think, like, if you're playing anybody on Brooklyn, it's probably, like, Jeff Green, like – you know, and like you're not playing Jeff Green on a ten game slate. Like, no. Like, they just yeah. they refuse to play DeAndre Jordan thirty minutes a night. Maybe they'll play him thirty minutes a night in the playoffs. Who knows? But um Jeff Green getting plenty of minutes to potentially put up like thirty fantasy points, but I'm I'm gonna pass in this spot, man. I, I really think that I'll I'll stick to playing the Miami side in this game. So uh, we got the Lakers and the Cavs, 213 total. Uh, Dudley remains out. LeBron is questionable. Cleveland is on a back-to-back, so we'll be waiting to see, um, you know, what we're looking at as far as, like, the injury report. I know that, um, you know, Dova concussion, he was out Sunday, and then, like, they're saying February for Kevin Love now. So, um, I know. It stinks, man. Um what are we looking at here? Like that guy, man, he's so uberly talented and just can't stay healthy. I hate to see it for him, but um, what are we looking at here as far as the Lakers go? Well, Stevie, I, this is a tough spot, man. I, I, I've been, the Lakers are the one team that has legitimately been kind of blowing teams out, like on the regular, just on the regular. They just did it to Chicago the other night. They have not had a whole lot of competitive games. Now, they are on the road, but LeBron is going back to Cleveland. Um, and, and Cleveland, I, feel, I do feel like Cleveland got better in the trade. And I know I'm talking about a lot of real-life stuff to get to my point. My point is I still think the Lakers overall are going to be better th- than this Cleveland team. Um, but LeBron at 9,300, Stevie, you know, we just got through talking about this with the, with the Brooklyn guys. LeBron at 93 is fair. I don't mind taking a shot. Uh, you know, 
I think that's uh, that's where we can take shots. AD at ninety two hundred. These are fair prices to pay for these guys. I I, I don't mind taking a shot at all. Um, but but I think that's about it. You know, this isn't a small slate. I don't want to play KCP at thirty eight hundred. You know, I play him on a small slate, but on a large slate, I don't think I need him. So it's just LeBron. It's just AD. And I think that's where I, I plant my flag. Yeah, like, all right. So, like, Cleveland got ran out of the gym against Boston on Sunday. Like, they, like the game was – it wasn't even close. And um, they're not at full strength. <laughs> yeah, like a 38-point game. Um, so, as much as I want this game to stay close, I think, like uh, – so, LeBron, he hasn't been to Cleveland a ton. Um, you know, he was – they played on January 13th uh, in L.A. The last time – so the last few times that he's been to Cleveland, 62, 69 fantasy points, 56, 69. Um, you know, that goes back to, like, Miami Heat days. So, like, the last time when he was in Cleveland in a Lakers uniform, he put up, you know, 62 fantasy points in 2018. So, I don't know, man. I think that if you're playing LeBron, you have to kind of figure out – who on the Cleveland side has a big game to keep this close? And I, I think the answer is easy. I think it's you're playing Colin Sexton if you're playing LeBron James. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I mean, I think that's the approach, man. And I, I don't really want to play Colin, but I, I, I'm with you on the approach. Let, let me say this, Stevie. And this is actually a plug for our sponsors, MKF, Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, I've been making bank – just taking the under on LeBron fantasy points every night. Just taking the under every single night. And it's been working because typically if they're in a spot where, you know, they're playing a, a cupcake team that's not going to be competitive. Not trying to make this all about monkey knife fight, but if you think this game's going to blow out, run over the monkey knife fight, hit that under. I, I've made a ton of money doing this. Uh, but I'm with you, Kyle Sexton. I don't like it. He's 7,200. I think, you know, I think a blowout may be on the horizon. Um, I'd probably be more than willing to take a shot on maybe Tory and Prince, but I don't want to do that either. I think I'm fading Cleveland. Well, yeah. I also want to like know like Garland's been on like this minute restriction, um, mm -hmm. so like he could potentially sit on the second end of a back to back here as well. I I think like the road for Sexton to get like twenty to twenty five shots up in this game is a really high probability. So like. If this game stays close, if Sexton puts up 30 to 40 actual points, um, LeBron's going to have a field day. Like, it, he's going to Cleveland, man. Like, you know, this, <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, we talk about like narratives and in, in baseball and stuff like that all the time. But like basketball, I feel like is the biggest narrative sport because the guys control how much they want the ball and stuff like that. So like they could shoot as much as they want in basketball if the coach doesn't bench them. So I think it's a little bit different. So uh, moving on, we got Denver at Dallas, two twenty one and a half total here. Dallas favored by one and a half uh, injury report looks good uh, for Denver. Michael Porter jr. Is back played 35 minutes um, against Phoenix. I think it was either on Friday or Saturday. Uh, so he is back, back. Um, and then on the Dallas side of things, uh, Finney Smith, Keebler, Powell, Richardson all remain out. Uh, let's start here with the Denver side. What are we looking at here um, for the Nugs? Man, I, I want to start taking some shots on Jamal Murray. But the fantasy points per minute just aren't there, Steven. It's probably because they're stacked. I mean, they've got him, Barton, 
you know, P.J. Dozier's coming off the bench. Morris is coming off the bench. I mean, they're playing a lot of guys. Composo plays from time to time. Uh, Porter, Harris, Jamichael Green's playing now. Millsap, they've got too many bodies. I think the only person I want to play is Jokic, and I think that's it. I don't, I don't really want to play anybody else from from Denver. Yeah, like I think Jokic is obviously the guy you're looking at here. He should have, um, he should be able to look at like sixty plus in this game, fantasy points wise. Um, you know, really hasn't seen like a. He's not going to take a hit in anything, even with Porter Jr. back and stuff. Like he's the guy on this team. He's the guy that you want. Um, there's a lot of moving pieces outside of him. Um, on the Dallas side of things, like you know, you can always play Luca. Luca went nuts the first time these two teams played. Um, I, again, I think it, it's it's a day that's kind of setting up for a stars and scrubs day, but. I think if you want to go Stars and Scrubs, you go Jokic-Luka. If you're looking more of a little bit more of a savings, I think you could play Porzingis in this spot. I don't hate him. Yeah, I mean, I get it, man. I He's 8,200. I mean, I, I, think, I think I still maybe rather play like a Gordon Hayward at 73 over him today, but like I, I totally get it. He's just, he's kind of in that weird spot. The problem is he's back to full minutes, but, and he can get 50, but I don't, I don't feel completely comfortable with it. So I, I don't think I'm going to play him today at that price. Um, Luca's probably the only person I really want to play from Dallas. You know, maybe, maybe you can play a little bit of Jalen Brunson at 4,700, like maybe, but overall, I don't think I want to play too really anybody from Dallas outside of Luka. I think that's fair. I really think that's fair. Um, yeah, like, I think Luka's the guy uh, most nights that we're looking at on Dallas. Um, you make a good point with, like, Gordon Hayward. I, I think, like, obviously it's expensive to get these two guys in there. You're looking at, like, an average of, like, 4700 But, again, we have so many back-to-backs today. I feel like so much news is going to break on this slate. Um, that you are going to potentially be able to play like um, Porzingis and Luca here and hope for like 140 fantasy points combined out of the two. Um, you know, that's kind of what you're shooting for with those two guys. Uh, Boston, yeah, sure. at Chi- Boston at Chicago, no total in this game. It's a back-to-back for Boston. Um, like you said, they're not really at uh, full strength, but Jason Tatum is expected to play in this game. Um, Kimba will be out on the second end of a back-to-back. That news already came out. Um, Pritchard is out as well. He got hurt, um, so he's out, and he was kind of like that backup point guard um, you know, type of guy. So, And then on the Chicago side, Wendell Carter Jr. is doubtful. Um, doesn't sound like he's going to play in this one. So let's start here with Boston. They are on a back-to-back. They rolled um, – they rolled Cleveland on Sunday, so they played, but it wasn't like a very tough game. What are we looking at here on Boston? Yeah, um, you know, Jason Tatum's back, so I think that's going to balance this team out a little bit more. So I don't really want to play Marcus Smart at 6,400 with Tatum back. Uh, if if Tatum was going to be out, I'd be more than happy to play Smart. Don't really want to do it. Um, you know, maybe – Maybe you play a little bit of Jeff Teague at 3,700. Like, he could become a value with, with no Kemba. So, I, I don't hate that. Uh, man, I almost don't even want to play Jalen Brown. Like, 
I, I feel like I may be off Boston, especially I know it's a back-to-back, but this isn't a true back-to-back, Stevie. I mean, half their team had 40 fantasy points and didn't even play the whole game. So I – and this is a true story. Even Marcus Smart. Kimba, Smart, Brown, uh, Daniel Tice, the bench guys got run. I mean, some of the guys that are like rookies were drop about 20 fantasy points. So I think I'm off Boston here. I, I don't really want to play anyone. I think they rose Chicago even on a back-to-back. The guy I think I like the most here is Marcus Smart. Kimba's going to be oh, out. Oh, man. Yeah, like Kimba's going to be out. Pritchard's going to be out. Like who is – are they going to play Waters like 20 minutes here? Like I think Marcus Smart plays like 35 to 40 minutes in this game. Um, I think he's going to have to. And it's against Chicago. Like – Anybody at 6K getting 35-plus minutes against Chicago um, is somewhat interesting, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, I guess maybe I'm overvaluing the blowout here. I don't, I don't think – I think if they blow him out, I don't think he goes past 30. But that yeah, still may be enough. How much do we think, like, Jason Tatum plays coming off of COVID and he's been out for what, a, you know, a week and a half? Yeah. I would say thirty. I would say twenty-eight to thirty-two minutes for Tatum. I think that's the range. I think it's more like twenty-five minutes. They were really careful with like Kimba coming off an injury. It's a game against Chicago too. I don't know, man. I I I could be way off. You know, Tatum could play good minutes. Brown could play really solid minutes. They could easily roll through Chicago here. But um, I I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if this one stays somewhat competitive. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Chicago's got enough pieces. Everybody's pretty much back. It's just uh, Wendell Carter Jr. is out now. So that's not – that doesn't hurt them too bad, especially with Laurie back. <sighs> I mean, like, if we look at, like, the last five games, Chicago is averaging the seventh with most points per game, and Boston's around 11th. So, like, there is a really solid chance this game stays somewhat competitive. I got you. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I guess I guess I'm looking at these prices on Brown and Tatum, and it, it, they feel a little high to me. With I'm not guess, playing Tatum. I don't trust that minute right. situation at all. Right, um, but Brown, Brown is smart. Or who yeah, do you Brown like? Brown is smart or interesting. I'll consider it, my friend. Like, look at the Chicago team. They just played a competitive game against the Lakers. They beat Charlotte. They beat Houston. Well, they beat Dallas. Like, well, that, that, okay. So, oh, this is a good topic today, Stevie. That Lakers game was kind of a blowout, and the Lakers kind of didn't play. I'm, I'm telling you, I actually kind of watch, I actually watched that game. So they didn't really play hardly the starters that much. Like at the end of the third, and then they kind of came came back like they played you know they played Levine and, and those guys like a little bit of the fourth maybe like I don't know six minutes or something but it was kind of out of hand most of the game like Kuzma and uh what's the guy's name um geez the guy that looks like Alex Baker uh Caruso like th- those guys were kind of playing THT was playing like it <sighs> all right I hear you I hear you, but, like, they had, uh, you know, they they played a competitive game against the Lakers earlier this month, too. So, like, I'm just saying, like, Chicago Chicago runs on, like, Zach Levine. If Zach Levine has a a solid game here, 
this game stays competitive. So, like, if you are playing, the, you know, some Boston guys, I think you have to look at Zach Levine, even at 8,600. Like, he has to put up 30 actual points in this game for this game to stay competitive. And 30 actual points is usually around 50-plus fantasy points for Zach Levine. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, look, if you like Boston, you definitely like Zach Levine. That I, I will not argue with at all. Um, what else are we looking at uh, on the Chicago side? Uh, I mean, that that is your maybe in play coming off the bench at 4,500. Like, I, I don't hate it. Um, Daniel Gafford is still 3,100. I mean, he's not playing big minutes, but if, you know, Wendell Carter's actually out, I mean, he could get 20 minutes and put up 20 fantasy points. At 3,100, I don't hate it. Um, yeah. You know, obviously the price um, price matters. You know, he, you know he's gosh, he's just not going to play a ton of minutes. It's just it's tough to trust those guys when they're just not getting a ton of run. Like, if you want to go on the cheap side, market ends okay, but I really think like Zach Levine run it back with Jalen Brown or Smart is kind of how you approach this Boston Chicago game. I, I like it, man. Listen, I I don't know if I've told this story before, but listen, I made a ton of money one night when nobody was playing Kyrie when he was in Boston and Kawhi was in Toronto. And it just felt like the most terrible game ever. And I was like, you know, I like these guys tonight. And sure enough, they both was off for 60. Stevie, you may be on to something here, folks. You may be on to something here. Uh, San Antonio at New Orleans. No total in this game. San Antonio's on a back-to-back. Um, New, Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans, nobody on the injury report for them. Um, what are we looking at here on the Spurs? Well, DeJounte Murray is 6500 Like, I think that's that's his wheelhouse price. You know, he gets down at that price. I, th- I think you just start playing him. Um, you know, he could put up 40 with these. DeMar DeRozan is 7700 I-, I like that price. I-, I know New Orleans not playing extremely fast, but I, I feel like the prices are fair. Uh, you know, I'm-, I'm not playing LaMarcus Aldridge at 67 though. He's been – I don't know. They're doing some weird split with him and – and uh, Jakob, Jakob Pearl, like every – God, it feels like every game now. It seems like every other game, maybe. I'm just – I'm not playing the Marcus Aldridge. I, I, can't, I can't go through that experiment anymore right now until his minutes stabilize. But Murray and, uh, Murray and DeRozan, I mean, th- those are the guys for sure. So, um, I, I know what you said about New Orleans not playing fast. They're 24th in pace on the season. But sneaky stat, um, they're 11th in pace over the last five games. They have been um, upping the the tempo a little bit. Even in those Utah games, they were playing faster. So just, just throwing that one out there. Um, on the Spurs side, I'm with you. Like I think like DeJounte Murray is in play at 6,500. Um, I, I worry about like – I know like he had the ankle injury. Um, yeah, he did. He did. Played – played Sunday um but I was kind of like he, he played 31 minutes oh Stevie yeah sorry guys I, last thing Devin Vassell needs to be on our radar he's been playing pretty solid minutes been giving us production 3800 Stevie just just look him up he needs to be on our radar he's a value play today if he gets 25 minutes and he might he might get some run on like on a back to back for San Antonio too, but like they kind of they kind of handled the Wizards a little bit too, so who knows? Um, 
on the New Orleans side of things, like I don't know, man. Like we were we were so in the Brandon Ingram and like he is just not done anything and they have not lowered his price enough. Um <laughs> and, and Zion's like living in that like low forties, high thirties range, like when we're looking at this Pelicans team and we're trying to find value to play some of these guys, it's really not there. I think like if you're playing anybody, you know, it's it's Lonzo. Yeah, I think that's about it, man. I I will say this. I think if you're playing Ingram or or Zion, you you're play, you're not paying them for the price because the price is, you know, fair or or probably where it should be. You're paying. You're playing them because you anticipate they're going to have an upside game in this spot, and I think that's why you play them. I, you know, once again, man, I don't. I don't think I want to play Brandon Ingram at eight K. But you know, if if the day goes by and I catch some stats, or if I come across something interesting, I'd be more than happy to fire them in tournaments. But as of right now, I don't want to play them either. Minnesota at. Golden State. Oh, yes. 225 and a half total. Golden State favored by eight. You say, oh, yes. This game's interesting. Um, Hernan Gomez, Cat, they're out. D'Angelo Russell's questionable. Um, on the Golden State side, everybody's good to go. D'Angelo Russell being questionable for a 10 o'clock game is so, um, so somewhat. Steven, this is fantastic. Oh man, it's so tilting. Um, I, I, my early lean is D'Angelo Russell plays. I, I'm, I'm with you. I and look, he is questionable, so we can't. You know, we, we are not NBA injury report wizards. Okay, we go by the information they give us. We give it to you, and we go from there. And then we follow the news just like everybody else. But uh, D'Angelo Russell had, you know. Didn't really hasn't really played well. Didn't play well the last game. Excuse me, but I I, th- I think he's gonna play here at eighty three hundred against Golden State. And Golden State, ironically, as bad as people probably thought they were gonna be uh, earlier in the year, they're, they're in the playoffs if everything ended today. So uh, very interesting there. But I, I like D'Angelo Russell. Uh, I like Mister 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 Vanderbilt here in this spot at five K. I, I don't hate him as well. I think these are guys I'm gonna. I continue to play. Nas is sixty-one. Don't don't want to play him at that price at all. But Russell and Vanderbilt, I, I definitely think are in play. And then on the on the just to spin it a little bit, if Russell is out, then I think Jordan McLaughlin is, is a guy we will need to consider at thirty-nine hundred. He could get big minutes in this spot here potentially. I'm gonna give you my let's get weird GPP play right now. Like I already have it written down. Um, it's Ricky Rubio, and I I, I want. I want Russell to play because nobody will play Rubio if Russell plays. Um, I think Ricky Rubio smashes in this spot. I think he has triple-double upside in this game. Um, Vintage Ricky. Vintage Ricky Rubio. um, Ricky run back. If if Russell's out, everybody's probably going to play Rubio here. But if Russell plays, nobody's going to play Rubio. And before, like, the COVID stuff, like, this is a dude that was, like, touching – you know, higher 20 minutes mark. Um, you know, he started the season kind of in the mid twenties, but listen, I, I just, I think this is a game. He has a really good game and I could be way wrong, but he's my get weird GPP play. I'll, I'll remind it in a minute. Um, when we get to that point, but I, I really like him. Um, you mentioned McLaughlin. If, 
if we get news that Russell is out uh, 3,900, he's not a lock. He's not a lock by any means, but he's in play for sure. Um, and then, like you said, you know, Vanderbilt very much in play. Nas Reed, okay. I'll take the savings and play Vanderbilt. Um, yes. And, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting for Anthony Edwards to show up to the NBA. I know it's coming. We're all, we all know it's coming. <laughs> um, yeah, man. We, Jeez. Come what are we on, looking buddy. at here on the Warriors side? Well, I'm going to start in, in a place that I don't usually start, Stevie. And we're going down Narrative Street, brother. Andrew Wiggins, 6,500 against the good old Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, I, I like it. I think he's my uh, he's my Narrative Street play of the day if we had one of those. We might need to add that into the uh, into our into our game, Stevie. Narrative play of the day. Let, let's consider it. Let's consider it. But I, I do like him at 6,500. I think he's, he's in play. Curry at 92. Fantastic. Uh, you know, if you got to choose between Curry and Kyrie today, uh, I'm choosing Curry every time at, at 9,200. So he's a guy that I like. Uh, Kelly Oubre starting to shoot better. Price is coming up. Uh, don't have to play him at 5,900. But Draymond at 52, I like him in this spot here as well. This to me feels like, I'm just saying feel, feels like a Draymond Green game where he can kind of get that, you know, the poor man's triple-double, you know, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Uh, 10 steals. I'm just kidding. 10 points. But I like Draymond at 52. Really like him today in this spot. Yeah, I think he's cheap. Golden State. Uh, if this game stays close, Minnesota's a team that has struggled all year um, defensively, but both these teams love to play super fast. Um, so this game should be back and forth. And, you know, we have Minnesota who's ranked 26 and Golden State is ranked 19th in defensive efficiency, so there's not going to be a ton of defense. Golden State has been playing better defense, um, you know, as the season's kind of come along. Draymond's been playing, um, and like they've been better, but they're still not like 17th over the last five games, so a couple spots better. But yeah, love this spot um, just for Golden State in general. Like, I think if we can kind of guess that Wiseman's going to get 25 minutes, he could put up 30 plus in the spots. Um, so don't hate him, but. I really think the guy that we're looking at here is is Curry. Like this would be a spot that he absolutely goes insane. Um, but Draymond, if you're looking for some value, yes. we finish out we finish out the night with the Thunder and the the Trailblazers. Two twenty two total. Uh, Portland five and a half favorites here. This is another back to back for both of these teams. Um, Man, I feel like the NBA with their their scheduling this year, a lot of back-to-backs. Portland's currently playing as we're recording the podcast. Uh, the Thunder played earlier on Sunday against Clippers. Uh, what are we looking at here on OKC? Yeah, I don't – you know I'm not an SGA DFS guy, right? I am an SGA card guy in terms of sports card investments. But DFS, I don't usually like to play them. Uh, I'm throwing that out of the window in this Portland matchup. Portland has been, in my opinion, just as bad as Sacramento in terms of giving up fantasy points. SGA 81, I like him here. You know, I, I take him over Kristaps Porzingis today in this spot. So this is kind of, you know, why I've kind of, you know, we looked at the slate. We kind of got our get our thoughts together. SGA is a primetime play for me today at 81. Love it. Uh And then, you know, you've got, I think Lou Dort might be, you know, one of those kind of flyer type guys. Has some upside. I'm not saying he's the greatest player in the world, but man, they're playing Portland. Have, have been not been playing really good defense. So at 5400, 
Uh, he's a guy that I'm interested in. Uh, Darius Baisley, man, I, I was hoping he was going to be a guy that could consistently get us in the 30s. Just haven't seen that. But I am willing to roll the dice on him today at 5,300. Like, I like this spot for this team. So, you know, those are some of the guys I'm looking at. Then, of course, if Al Horford comes back, hey, we don't really play Roby if he's out. Roby's back in play again at 46. Yeah, Roby definitely in play. Um, I think Dort mashes in the spot. I think today is the day we play Dort. Dort is the play today. Um, he crushes in this spot. He had a bad shooting game against the Clippers. The Clippers are a good defensive team. They're second in defensive efficiency. The Portland Trailblazers are not a good defensive team. <laughs> they are awful. They're 28th in the last five days. They're 27th overall this season. They are awful. This is a spot that Dort should shoot the ball well. If he can just pick up some rebounds and some assists on the way we're looking at 35 fantasy points here. Today is the day to play Dort. Um, outside of that, like I'm with you on SGA. This is a spot I think you could definitely play SGA. The usage is going to be insane for him. So SGA Dort. Um, if Horford continues to miss because of um, you know the birth of his child, I think Roby's in play. On the Portland side of things, like Lillard is expensive, but I think this is. This sets up to be one of the more competitive games for expensive studs on the slate outside of like Luka and Jokic. Um, like you're looking at like Durant in this range, Harden in this range, you know, Sabonis in this range. Like I think like Lillard running it back with like Dort and SGA, it, it makes a ton of sense on this slate if you're not stacking Jokic and, and, and Luka. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, this this stack is going to be a lot cheaper than that. So I'm with you, Stevie. Uh, I do like Lillard today. Is a back-to-back? Man, I wish it wasn't a back-to-back. But uh, another thing, too, is we're still getting these Portland guys pretty cheap. So we're still getting Rodney Hood at 42. We're still getting Gary Trent at 46. Still getting, you know, Derrick Jones Jr. at 43. Still getting Carmelo at 46. Like, these are guys that you know, I, I, I want to play. So I, I like this spot here for Portland and, and, and OKC on both sides. Definitely think Dane was your stud of the day. Like, if you if you had to pay for one, uh, I still may pay for Curry at 92 just to get some savings. But, like, if we're talking upper 10K, like, I do think Lillard's a guy for sure. Lillard's the guy, man. Um, Giles getting some minutes on Sunday. You know, that's obviously something we'll have to look at. Um but yeah, man, I, I think like overall, I'm kind of paying up in this one. But, you know, I, I think some of these Portland guys, even if you want to play like two Portland guys and one OKC guy, I think you could do that, too. I think you could potentially play four from this game. And if it if it's a very competitive game, um, you know, it could definitely go off. So uh, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Will, give me your favorite play under 5K to 7X on the slate. This is a tough one. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, there are some good plays, and then there's some not-so-good plays. I'm going to go out on a limb and say say that Horford doesn't play. Give me Isaiah Roby at 46. All right. We didn't talk about this guy, and I feel bad. I know it's the first game we talked about. Um, Wayne Ellington. 
I haven't had it written down, and we still didn't talk about him. Yeah. Um, give me Wayne Ellington at 4,200. He's a guy that's been playing really solid. Derrick Rose is out. Um, the minutes have been uberly consistent with him, and they need his scoring off the bench. Um, so definitely um, going to go with Wayne Ellington here at 4,200. Give me a guy over 8K that you don't like um, that's not going to go 5X today. Man, I take one, you take the other. I'm just going to take James Harden. Yeah, see, like, I, I could easily go Kevin Durant here, um, and that's, like, likely who I would go normally. But I there's a guy that I don't like a lot in this range today. So I'm going to go with um, Anthony Davis today. And I've been playing AD a lot um, more recently in, like, competitive games. But one or two things going to happen here. This game's not going to be competitive or – this game's competitive and LeBron's going to go off. So I'm going to, I'm going to fade AD today and hopefully he doesn't make me eat it. Um, give me your favorite six X play today. Will. I know we just talked about it, man. I'm actually going to SGA. I just think he destroys Portland here in terms of fantasy production. I, I love SGA today. I like it. I'm going to ride the, the Thunder train too. I'm going to go Dort. Um, again, I think this is a day that, I'm definitely looking at this game. I think this game's super sneaky. Uh, it might not even be super sneaky, but the fact that it opened at 222 instead of like 230, I think is is somewhat interesting. Um, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm going to go with a guy that uh, I've been playing most of the year. Uh, I, I don't think a lot of people are going to play him in this spot. Let's go Jeremy Grant at 7,800. Could be a, if, if this game is going to stay competitive, he's going to be a big part of it. Uh, I thought that you know him and Blake Griffin were going to kind of clash, but he he's been the better better producer all year. Yeah, I already kind of said um, I I like Ricky Rubio a lot today. I think it's um, a somewhat you know interesting spot that I don't think a lot of people are going to um, be like super high on. So I really like Ricky Rubio today. Uh, Will game selection question? Anything standing out to you on Fanduel or DraftKings today? Uh, well, DraftKings has the, uh, well, I know I've been talking about it, but they keep their single entry stuff. So I, I like that. The, the, the $40 has been just fantastic. I think if you're playing on DK, like you need to be in that contest every day if, if you can afford it. Like it's, it's, it's just been fantastic. Uh, and then last but not least, you know, they've got the put that dump 250. That's a four entry max, Stevie. Four entry max, really, really, really good contest. Uh, you know, really good payout structure. Like, so it's a hundred k, right? Total prize pool, fifteen k to first. That tells you everything you need to know. You know, less than twenty percent in first place. I just, it's fantastic. Really, really good payout structure. A thousand bucks, eleven through fifteen. Feel good about that. You know, so I, I like it a lot. All right, um, I'm going to go with the $3 single-entry NBA block on Fandle. The single-entry series tournament presented by Roto-Grinders. Um, it popped back up after we got Yes, started. it's there. Um, <laughs> so I was not wrong. Uh, pays 25% of the field. Um, you know, this is a, a $3 tournament that somebody's going to win four grand at up top. Uh, Ten extra money um, finishing in the top 40. So uh, really like this tournament, not just because the single entry series is presented by Roto-Grinders, but I think these tournaments are always usually really strong. So uh, make sure you guys are checking that out. Will any over under against the spread pick standing out to you? I know we don't have a ton of them to start. 
Oh, man. I tell you what, let's go this Portland game, man. Let's go over. It opened at 222, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, take me over. Will's, Will's taking my, my thunder here. Um, <laughs> well, hey, man. Uh, no, no, you go ahead. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll chime in something at the end. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go the over in the Dallas game. It opened at 221.5. I'm going to go the over in that one. So – uh, what what do you got for me, Will? Man, look, I know I've been talking about it. I promise this is not me drinking the podcast sponsor Kool-Aid. But I'm just telling you, get over to Monkey Knife Fight. You can pretty much just go check out LeBron's fantasy points. If it's at 49, just take me under. If it's at like 45, you know, maybe you feel a little bit uncomfortable. I don't see it right this minute. Uh, it's not out just yet. They only have a couple games. But um, look, man, I, I you know I, I wanted to give that one out to the people. I've been taking the under on most of the Lakers, Le- LeBron and AD, most nights unless it's like low forties, and it, it's worked out fantastic. About the only game that's burned me, I think, is the game they played Giannis on primetime TV. Other than that, you know, and I think even AD might have still been under that game. I took Giannis under that day and LeBron under. Didn't quite work out. LeBron was over. Giannis was under. But I'm just I'm just saying, man, go check it out. It's, it's been a really fantastic ride. All right. Go check them out indeed. Um, listen, that's going to wrap us up, man. It's been fun. It's always fun uh, to get back on that grind. Um, but, yeah, it's like I said, it's been fun. So we'll be back tomorrow talking some more NBA. hope everyone has an awesome Monday. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you again tomorrow.